episode 116 of the Ranting Rangers podcast, a partnership with Inside the Rink. I'm your host, Jacob Berkowitz, and I'm alongside my co-host, Brett. Brett, how's it going? Oh, so good. It's not like everything is an absolute dumpster fire right now. I mean, things were looking so promising, and then, man, it's it's this sucks. Yeah, this is, it's terrible. It's the worst. I mean, honestly, and I know we're going to talk about it anyway, but Heedle really is. I mean, he was uh, of of like this team that's been the team for like five years now. Of those people, like he's always been like the one that had my heart. Um, I've just I've loved him from the moment he came up, um, and I, I, I'm I don't even really care about the Rangers season uh, as much as I'm just like. I don't want to see him, you know, uh, the head injuries that can happen can just be absolutely just so devastating to your quality of life. Um, and I just feel he seems like such a good kid. And I just hate that a non-contact thing happens in practice and, and he's gone for the rest of the year now. It's like, I don't really care about him being gone for the season so much as, as it is. Like, I've just worried about him in general. Um, it just like, it blows my mind that, there is a, a, you know, like on, on hockey Instagram, if you're ever on there, there's like, uh, it's always like the lowest level of comments, but that Gallagher elbow hit um, that he got five games for people like, oh, I'm sorry, this guy, he was playing hockey. Oh, this is, people now are so soft nowadays. I'm like, I, I, if that is your opinion that, that hockey players are too soft and the league is doing too much to prevent massive traumatic head injuries, you're a fucking idiot and you need to get professional help because it's absolutely absurd that you have a kid like Phil Pedal who's what, what is he, 24 years old? 23, 24? 24, right? 23? Oh, it might be 24. He's right around there and is and very well could have his career over because of head injuries. It's like, I, I, it, it makes me sick. Um, that anyone could could question the the league trying to go after this stuff, and they need to do and they need to do a lot more, um, because it's just yeah, it just it, it just sucks to, to to have a guy like that that's like such a good dude have to deal with this now and not 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 even just not play hockey but like have his quality of life question. Um, so it's just it's so deflating, not even just as like a fan of the team and I want them to do well, but just as like a human level, it's just, uh, it's really hard to deal with. So, um, you know, beating up on the fourth worst team in hockey doesn't really do a whole lot for me. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm very happy for this all-star break right now. I mean, I think the team needs a reset. I feel like I need a reset from the Rangers right now too, because it's not, it's not a great place to be. Um, so what a different how I am, that's how I am right now. <laughs> What a difference two months makes. Oh, I mean, my God. We were on cloud nine. Oh, yeah. Best in the league on pace for what, like 120 points? How are we still first in the Metro, by the That's way? That's how good the Rangers were in October, it's, November, and some of December. That's how good they were. It's absurd. Also, also, the Metro isn't as crazy this year. No, it's not. The Metro is kind of a soft division, I think, overall. But still, it is kind of crazy that we've gone on – a schneid like we've been on and still somehow maintaining that position. Um, but yeah, honestly, like I, I, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll warn the listeners up front. I'm like, I think this will be a shorter podcast. Cause I really, I, 
I hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I let's get this out of the way here. Get what the hell are you with these All Star jerseys? <laughs> We're just going to transition right into the All Star. What is this? We'll, we'll go back. We'll go back. But this is one of those things. That's going to be okay. lost, and we're going to stop yeah. before we get to it. But I, I, we need to address this. This is like one of those jerseys where you're like at school, and you go to the gym, and they have like 20 of these, and they got like them each for 50 cents at the dollar store, those random ones, and then they put them in a bin. Those are the ones like you get from the bin. Mm-hmm. And if you pick them up, those are the designs. Yeah. Oh, that, that, That's what it looks like. It's truly atrocious. I don't know who they have doing it. Who, who said this is a good idea? I like yeah. this. It's one of those things like like it's not just that somebody designed it and then they're the jersey. And someone said I like this. designed yes. it and then I assume I, I assume more than one person also went through and was like, Yeah, yeah, looks good. No notes, keep it going. I like it. Like a team of people were responsible for that. It is and, I, and I take it back, it's no not the all star game. It's not the all star game. It's the some all stars game. That's that that's probably the new name for it because now with every team getting a player in the all-star. I, I, I don't, I, that, that makes no sense. Uh, it, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And it honestly, it, it makes, cause like all-star games in traditionally in sports, you know, it is something that gets pointed to at the end of a guy's career about how many all-star games they made. Um, cause it's like an indicator of like how well they, you know, how well they played throughout their career versus their competition year in, year out. It means nothing now. It's like, Oh, he made the all-star game four times. And like, who cares? Like, was he the best player on his team for four years and that's it? But he wouldn't have made it if it was actual real meritocracy. It's it's stupid. Well, well yeah. if you were drafted in like the top five, um, that's it. You're, you're set for life. Because if you, you have the name. Um, and you play on a crap team, yeah. Yeah. You got to get it. It's not. It's not even a question. I. I. I just don't get it. I don't get it. But hey, uh, Jochik does. He, like that's a thing. Like uh, I don't remember who tweeted it, but like someone mentioned, like uh, regarding Trochek, about how like do they go through a few calls before Trochek? I mean, like if you want to say about that, just Turkin, okay. But Trochik, I mean, he's been our best center this whole year. Oh, yeah. I mean, he hundred percent deserves this. In fact, he should have been the original one if it weren't for Panarin. Yeah. Oh yeah. If, if it wasn't Panarin, yeah. Yeah, I have no problem with George making it. I, like, yeah, I'm I'm happy because he's played he's played amazing this year, and especially well, so they shouldn't the have it in Toronto. They shouldn't have it in Toronto. Like, you, you're going to Trocheck saying, "Hey, Trocheck, what are you doing the All Star break? Oh, I'm going with my family to the Bahamas. No, you're not. You're going to the frozen tundra of Toronto. Oh, great. Oh, Thanks, a, guys. Like, put it, bring it to a nice place. Like, I, 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 I don't get... well, hold on, hold on. Okay, couple things here. First off, Toronto is not a frozen tundra. Toronto is literally not even an hour and a half north of where I am right now. It's not a frozen tundra out here right now. It's like 40 degrees, okay? And Toronto, Compared to where they were going to go. Well, okay, yeah, fine. But so would anywhere then. But like, uh, and Toronto is a great city, okay? It really is. I mean, it's, it's the New York City of Canada. And it really is like now. Is it is it New York City? No, obviously it's not. It's way smaller, but uh, but it is. It's a it's a, a almost anything you'd want to do you can find in Toronto. It's a great city to be in. So I I I, I take exception to you acting like they're playing this game in Siberia. Um, so yeah, no. Now maybe would they get like you... eleven feet of snow like per storm or something like that? No. Where do you think that? No. No. That's not how. That's not how any of this I'm works. I'm sorry, like six. 
Six. Okay, fine. No, no. How many no, times you have you, you, have you mentioned like there's like a ridiculous amount of six snow feet by of you? Snow. That is what you're suggesting. What? What you're suggesting is every time it snows in Toronto, it's snowing six feet. Snow. No, I'm just saying it's. You were it's frequent that you come here. You, know, you communicate with me, and it's to the point where it's oh, it's six feet of snow. There's a snowstorm. How, how, how many how many feet did you guys get uh, the biggest storm this year? Uh, I mean, I personally got like a foot, um, and then again, like I don't know, another eight to ten inches the following week. Now in the south towns, they they get a lot more. I think they got like three. Wait, foot. that's it? Me, yeah, me. But it, it, lake effect snow is very banded. It's it's very. If you're by the lake, you get a ton more snow because it feeds off the water. And that produces a lot more snow. I don't live, I live by the river. I don't live by the lake. I'm, I'm north mm-hmm. of the lake. So if you're in the south towns, then you get the lake effect snow and you can get uh, an extreme amount of snow. I think they got like a dump of three feet and then like another foot after that, something like that. So yeah, the lake effect snow can be a lot, but it's not this frozen time. It's not, it's not Siberia. It's really not. It's not crazy. Uh, and it's not, an, it's not an undesirable place to be. If you said he had to go to Winnipeg, now you're talking. Now that is a frozen tundra that is terrible. Don't give them ideas. And it's a and it's a city with not the. It's not a very. It's not a great city. Okay, but Toronto is a place that I think anybody should be happy to go to. Uh, if you're trying to go to the Bahamas, yeah, that's a that's a big change of pace. But yeah, yeah, I'm, it I'm, is. I'm, I'm not saying Churchill was planning on going there. I'm just saying that. Well, I, yeah, and and ideally, the all going to the All Star Game should be an honor. It should be a privilege. It should be fun. It should be something. It's like your first time, but after that. But that's the thing. But no one that shows you how bad and how poorly the All Star Game is managed. That a lot of players would rather just not go. Well, yeah, that's my point. That says a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I just took an exception to your characterization of Toronto as a city. That's not the problem. Okay. Okay. You're not arguing with my point that All Star is a disaster. It's a disaster. You're arguing about the Toronto it's just, it's, okay, okay, that's it's fine for it to be in Toronto. It's a okay. perfectly great city for it. Okay. Well, they got the draft this year, so I guess that's something. And that's well, it, it is the biggest hockey city in, in, in the world, you know, if you were really taking it. You're talking about the number, yeah. of, of the number of people that care about hockey concentrated in one city. Toronto is going to win that every single time. Yeah, it's just, you know, not the greatest weather. It's hockey. Uh, I'm, I'm, ju- I'm just saying. For the, from the player's perspective. Sure. Okay. Okay. Well, now that we got our little rant from the All-Star game out of the way, because we had to get that on here. There's no way. Sure. Uh, uh, that, that, back to the Rangers. Um, do what to- do you – yeah, we're going back to the Rangers. <laughs> what, do you, what, do, what do you do at this point? I mean, look, everyone uh, was happy about that. I, not, I mean, it doesn't fix or undo or – anything from the past month, but it, it was nice to get that win uh, Saturday night. Uh, but I mean, what do you do at this point? Like, if you're Chris Drury, what's your plan here? You're, you know, who, who, who was it? Was it was it Luker on Twitter that proposed the trade with Minnesota? It was like Keandre Miller, a first and a fourth for Erickson Eck and a second. And I was no, like, I, th- I think he might have quote tweeted it. Though it, it might have been him. I'm not I sure. Think I, it, I think it was him that originated it. It might not have been. It might not have been. I could have that wrong. It doesn't matter. 
I trade like that, honestly, I think is what you need to do. Um, I mean, I'm not anxious to get rid of Kendrick Miller, but like he's not helping this team right now. Give him to a team that's already out of contention that wants his high upside, that can be a little bit more patient. I think that's a great move because I mean we need we need more help in our in our top six. We absolutely do. I mean there there is an argument that um, to not go for a rental, but to go with someone with for, with term. Yeah, like right. Him, right. He, he's right. he's cost controlled for like the next five years at like five point two million something like that. I mean, look, the dream would be to get Yanni Gord. That's the dream. I mean, like, I'm not saying he's Eric Zanek, but I'm just saying, like, he's that player, that perfect player that the Rangers would need. Also, have you seen his playoff stats? Like, he goes next level in the playoffs compared to his regular season stats. That sandpaper game. He's like a half point. No, no, no. I'm not I'm not saying he's Erickson Eck. I'm just saying that type of play, because I don't think Erickson Eck is realistic. Well, no, he may not be realistic, but... Uh... I don't know. I, I think we can dream bigger than Yanni Gord at this point. You don't think so? I, I mean, how many assets do we have that we're willing Yanni Gord to is get? also 5.1 million. He's, that 30, he's 32, 5.1 million and a half point. Game. Why, what do you see in Yanni Gord? Well, first of all, first of all, first of all, with, with players like Joe Erickson, right, you're going to have to give a lot. Now, obviously that specific trade isn't on the table because that would like, be enticing. But any trade with zone with term, it's got to be a lot. And the Rangers, I mean, they're not going to trade Othman. They're not going to trade Perot. I mean, yeah, they have oh. Sikora, Berard, and stuff, but they don't have like any true blue chip prospects that they're going to be willing to trade. They have a first round this year. And next first round, I mean, at a certain point, maybe in the offseason, like, do you have to question, like, how much are we going to have to give if we want to get Goodrow off our books? Right. That, that's, that's assets somewhere else. I, I mean, there's only so much you can give to the point where that's why I mentioned Yanni Gore. Now, obviously, Seattle might not want to get rid of him because he's at that point where um, he's not a crazy superstar or anything, but his style of play is what the Rangers would need, mm-hmm. uh, which is why I mentioned. I, I like I, uh, to clarify when I mentioned Yanni Gord, I wasn't comparing him to Joel Erickson Eck. Well, no, obviously not. No, no, of course not. But also, I Uh, I don't want to have to deal with him next year then either, though. That's the other thing. Having him on the books for almost $5.2 million for next year, too. Then I'd argue the same thing with Joel Eriksson-Eck. But Joel Eriksson-Eck isn't 32 years old and is not a half-point-per-game player. Well, no, but I'm saying is, is like, you still have the same problem cap-wise. Obviously, they're different players, but you still have that same problem cap-wise. Right, but if we're going to have... But they're almost the same cap. I'd, ra- I'd rather go with a guy that's actually really good rather than the guy that's like on the well into the back nine of his career. Right, but I, I again, I, I don't think Joel Eriksson is going to be realistic. I, although I, it's very possible Yanni Gord isn't realistic either. Like, I mean, if Shane Wright, they're expecting Shane Wright what to come up next year. They have Beniers, they have McCann. Uh, who else is what? What's his name? Starts with a W. Wenberg, but he's a free agent this year. Oh, yeah. Wenberg, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a free agent this year. So I, I don't know. Maybe they don't have room center. Maybe they'll bring Yanni Gore to the wing. But I mean, it, it's just, it's an absolute mess because, I, I mean, look, you had Nick Benino as your 3C for two months. Yeah. Right? Like, 
I just wish like we could see, we could at least plug in a three C for a couple of weeks and say, all right, was it the depth problem and injuries caught up to them or this team is just not it. I don't think obviously this team is what it actually was this month. I, I don't think that's the case. This is all time. low. this is bedrock. This is not who they're going to be, but the question is how close to that November play are they? Is there anyone enticing that for you or? Uh, I mean, I think you, you, you got to just start looking through the, you know, the graveyard of teams uh, and seeing, you know, who's available uh, or, or who's, you know, who's not going to be looking to, to uh, really keep a player going forward. And by the way, no thank you to Sean Monahan. Yeah, why is that? Um, 5v5 is mid, though. Then again, everyone on this 5v5 is mid. Um, he's got to cost way too much. Uh, he's the one right after Lindholm. So that's why I think you'd go after Adam Henrique. Um, he's not going to cost as much. Uh, he is also playing on the Ducks. So take his numbers with a, a bit of a grain of salt. Um, he also, no, I guess it's not relevant anymore because just in case at the time when Hito was coming back, but originally I liked him because he also plays wing. So we could have slotted to the wing. But at this point, I mean, like Monaghan's going to cost so much. I, I, I just don't. And also, I, I'm not a fan of his game. It's just, if you could get Anaheim to retain for Adam Henrique uh, and it not cost a lot, and then snag a guy like Duclair from San Jose, I think that's a solid two. Again, that's like a, a dream. I, I see his American. I see that. I like, that's kind of like a dream scenario, but cap-wise, it's a realistic one. I think what we should do is we should get Toronto to um... – uh, we should get Toronto to retain salary on William Nylander uh, for the rest of the Yes, that, that is a good one. Good pick. I think that would be a really good move for us. That could really help us out a lot. Um, you know, I don't know if you've watched this this Willie Nylander kid, but man, he's he looks like he might be something. Really? Yeah, I think he he, he might be him. Yeah, I really do. Um you know, I, I do wonder. Uh, uh, also, also, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I know I'm interrupting you, but like, I, I see people saying that um, they're not going to trade anything of the tree deadline. They're not going to get a rental. They're not going to get an acquisition or everything. Like, does does everyone forget who the owner is? Yeah. But you really think he's going to have it where they're just going to sit on their hands for the rest of the regular season and call it a day? Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. It will never happen. It, it might be a long-term, like a, a player with term then maybe, but to think that there's going to be no acquisition whatsoever is just, it's it's not going to happen. There's got to be something. You would think, you would think and you would hope. Um, I would be shocked if they're not making moves, I mean, especially with the the cap that we do get back with, you know, um, been gone. You know, it's like we do have money to spend now and we absolutely had the need for it. So uh, it wouldn't really make a lot of sense for us to just uh, to stand pat. Um I don't think some of the, like when you say like some of these people are going to cost way too much money, like I, I don't think Monaghan's going to take an absolute haul. I, I really don't think it'd be a ticket haul to, to, to pull him in. I mean, Montreal has very little leverage with him. He's a UFA. He's on the final year of his contract. Um, he doesn't need to, they, they don't really have any leverage in that situation. Now it depends on how many teams are shopping for him will drive the price up. Sure. But you're not going to find, I don't think you're going to find like five teams, you know, in the hunt for the playoffs this year. They're going to be willing to part with an absolute haul for a short term, uh, you know, for having a month or two of Sean Monahan. I, I, I don't think 
I think that's going to put a lid on how on how much people are going to be willing to pay for them. Um, it's more of a supply and demand thing. The, the the other one you mentioned, the it's more of a supply and demand thing for me because after Lindholm, it's him. Like it's not there aren't a lot of centers on the market. Um, it's once Lindholm goes, I mean, all eyes are going to be on Monahan. Yeah, but supply and demand doesn't mean that somebody can just set their price. I mean, if if by, what, what, you mean by, what, what, what would your price be? For him? I mean, I don't know. Uh, uh, I, I really don't know what he would, what, what he's going to be going for. I can't say. I'm always surprised both ways. When anytime, uh, you know, when the when the deadline comes down, I'm always surprised both ways by what happens. There's players that go, and I'm like, damn, I would have thought he would have got a lot more than that. And there's players right. that go that I'm like, damn, that guy's got an absolute haul. Um, but I'm just saying that, like. Sean Monahan is not like uh, uh, I mean he's a big step down from Lindholm to begin to be uh, to be fair, yes. and he's also like it, it's 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 a it's a mid level rental. It's not a flashy you know it's not something that's really going to like super turn the tide. I don't think you're going to see a lot of teams are going to be willing to mortgage their future. He's not you're not you're not going to get two firsts and a prospect. Yeah, no, that, that what, what they said there, I, I don't see that. I, I was saying like a first, uh, maybe a mid-round prospect and a pick. But the thing is, is that's all the Rangers have, so they can't get anything else after that. They still need to get a right winger. Yeah. But, you know, we, I mean, uh, yeah, no, it is true. It is true. It's tough. I mean, we're going to absolutely see what Chris Drury is really made out of um, with what he's able to do now um if he's actually the the slick wheel and dealer that a lot of people think that he is um then we'll see it and if he does i'll be the first in line to congratulate him but yeah i, I they're not going to say pat but like i'm not expecting no. uh, a game-changing haul to come come down in a, you know for two weeks i mean also you got to get a, a 4c <laughs> that's another thing you you eh. you know um I mean that that though, like you get those like diamond dozen, like yeah, you know, I'm not that I'm not that worried about a four season. Not really the it's right. Really, that's that's yeah. not really the concern. I mean, also with the thing with Adam Henrique is, is that a lot of these top players don't go usually until the end because you know the bidding war piles up. But with Adam Henrique, he's not the hot commodity. So is something really going to change? Yeah, no, between I, two weeks now and the trade deadline. Whereas if you could get him earlier, the sooner the better to get him more acclimated, to get this team going quicker, um, which is also enticing. Well, yeah, and this team obviously needs a shot in the arm now. And, yeah, I, I – Connor yeah. Mackey saved the Rangers, by the way. I know that was a very random thought, but you, you yeah, just reminded right. me that when – Yeah, uh, for me? What? Yeah, fill that out. Expand on that. Where, where Connor Mackey had the fight Saturday night, and then afterwards the Rangers just exploded four goals and, like, Five minutes, five oh, and a half minutes. Oh, yeah, saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the Truba throw 2.0. Right, right, right. But anyway, anyway, what were you saying? I'm sorry. No, no. I, I'm saying, yeah, I, I'd, be, I'd be fine with Henrik. And obviously, I think there is uh, obviously a, a big benefit to us making a move sooner rather than later, not waiting to the deadline. Uh, obviously, you have to have a willing trade partner, so we'll see about that. But, yeah, this team could use an injection of some fresh life for sure. Um also, I you know before we go, I I do want to ask your opinion on the the Truba elbowing suspension. Um, I just I just wish there was again like 
the consistency and the suspensions, like when, when there are two suspensions that are close to each other, uh, with two individual incidents, and then they shouldn't be that close in regarding the punishment or anything like that. That's, what's kind of frustrating. Um, I, I it's, it's more of like, what, what did Gallagher get? Five. I, th- I mean, that was very intentional though. I think he should have gotten way more than that. Well, five is about the max that they, that they do for any of these type of hits though. But that's my point. Like you're like equivalent. No, I know, but but I'm just I'm just saying. When was the last time a player for a hit like that at elbow? You know, or a hit to the head? When was the last time you saw a player get more than five games? I can't remember. Of course not, because George Peros is the head of the NHL player safety. Is 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 about the max you see for any hit like that? Like it would take. I mean, what did Miller get last year? Huh? What did Miller get last year? Contre Miller. I don't recall. You got like three? Maybe. You're gonna say that's the that's that's it's that close to Gallagher's level. Oh no, absolutely not. No, I don't. I don't. I think those a hit like Gallagher to me should should be absolutely double digits. You know, I mean, if they're really serious about protecting the players, like they should be. <laughs> they're serious about protecting the players. Yeah, absolutely. They, they should. Then they, they should do that. No, they should. I'm just saying it. It's a joke that because they they well, absolutely do not. But I, I see a hit like Shrubas, and I'm like, I don't really know that he really meant to to do that um, at all. Now, obviously, I'm a fairly biased person when it comes to that, but it, it does not have the same menace as so many hits that either go unpunished or lightly punished. You know, it's not the same. It's not even the same play in any way, shape, or form as the Gallagher hit. Uh, but you're right. I do think when there are kind of plays like that in tandem, they do tend to try to like lump them together, but that's stupid. It's like, hey, let's add recency bias into our already extremely biased system of punishments. It's pretty fun. It's it's really uh, yeah. Yeah, something. Is. By the way, I, I forgot to mention this before. Um, Elliot Friedman said uh, said uh, I'm not sure where, but I, I know for a fact he said that he believed the Rangers were already in the market for a center anyway. Um, when the Heedle announcement was made. Oh, I mean, they'd be stupid not to, right? Like, there's no way they could have trusted that the Heedle was going to come No, back no, no. Like, fine. So, of course they were. Yeah. yeah. Most likely a per- player that is like a um, center or wing type of thing. Yeah, I mean, that'd be nice. But I guess not, yeah. Yeah, we also need a winger because we need to get I, – I, I got to say, too, I am so tired of – I hate every time Blake Wheeler scores a goal now. <laughs> So I'm like, no, do not validate. If he scores the game winning goal, you're like, God damn. I'm like, why anybody but Wheeler? And it's not that I want him to fail. I I, I need to make that clear. That you don't want the Rangers to think he's successful. If he can do it. Exactly. Exactly. I don't. And I know what happens is that hockey people are stupid. I think, and well, sports people are stupid very often in general, too. They're like, oh, well, he's put in nine goals. He's not doing so bad. It's like, can we roll tape on all nine goals and tell me what plays he's making that made that happen? Like, can I also roll tape on like this entire season so far of, of him looking like me out there skating? Like it's not good and it doesn't work. And I don't like him being uh, taking up top minutes. Like we need to make sure that we have, uh, yeah, we need a third line center. We also need a winger to make sure that we're not pushing Blake Wheeler anywhere near that top six. Ideally, nowhere in the the, the top twelve. Right, right. An injury uh, call up, you know. I, I just I hope they'll be good sooner back. rather than later. That they don't, they don't wait till close to the trade deadline because I, I, it was a nice win, 
but there are so many things you got to fix. And oh, it's nice the, the senators, the senators. Right. Right. But like, that's the thing, like they need these new players soon. So they get acclimated and everyone gets settled down and they go to fixing things. Because if you're a third line center and no, no disrespect to the real Johnny hockey here, but Johnny Brzezinski is your three C you're going to have problems. Yeah. And if Wheeler is your top six winger, you are going to have problems. They're, they are not the specific exact and sole reason. No, but... no, no, no. They're, they're not. They're not the actual problem. They're no, you're absolutely, they're not the problem, but you're absolutely right. You cannot go into and say, we're going to make a real run at the playoffs with Blake Wheeler in your top six and Johnny Brodzinski as your third line center. That is capitulation. You might as well become sellers at the deadline if that's your plan. Right. And, but also get them sooner rather than later. Cause like, uh, like yeah. the defense is the problem, the structures are the problem. It's not necessarily like individual players, but having those players is got to help. It's got to bring confidence. They're going to get acclim- acclimated, you know, yeah. much sooner towards the playoffs. Um, yeah, but I, I, I don't know. Well, I, I guess we'll see. Cause honestly, this trade deadline is hot garbage. There's it's not like past years. Um, no, but I, last- I still do have a little bit of faith that I think that, that Drury might be able to, to, to pull off. A lot oh. of people think he's more of a wizard than I do overall. I don't think he's a poorly overall. He surprised me sometimes. This is his opportunity to really make me a fan. And I know that he lives and dies on whether or not I'm a fan of what he does. Um, he is he is all up in my mentions all the time. He's like one of my reply guys. He's always in my DMs like, bro, what do you think we should do? And I'm like, yeah, you ever give him like advice, which, which player to go with? Yeah, I know. Well, what the heck? Why haven't you mentioned to him like, before I'm... this year, Heedle for 2C? I know. Well, I, you know, it, it was really this year when he was like, man, this Brett guy really knows his stuff. And so, but, but honestly, like I, I'm tired. Sometimes he's, he's hitting me up. It's two in the morning. I'm like, dude, I'm trying to go to sleep right now. You need to figure this out on your own. Um, <laughs> But he could. I, I'm hoping. I, I hold out hope that he might actually be the guy that a lot of people think he is, and he can make a deal happen. So, yeah. Hope. I also wonder um, if if it's going to be more like two years ago rather than. Well, I mean, it, it kind of, we kind of said it in this. Oh, you mean like Yeah, it's going to be more like two years ago rather than last year. Like get two years ago. Uh, oh no, I'm I'm fine with that. In fact, I would take, I would take that exact same. Good. I would take that exact same. Getting caught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would all like to turn about that. I would do the exact same thing you did before. I'd be fine with it. Hot take. I'll take cop on the third line and Vitrano on on the top six. Yeah, I'm very cool with that. It's so frustrating because they've, ever since they've traded Butchnevitz and then let go of Vitrano, they've just. They've oh, never no. been able to figure out who's going in there. Kappa Kappa for a while seemed like he could be. I, I don't know. What's gonna and and should, but I, they don't. It appears they don't think so. No, and, and like I, there are so many things he does besides producing points. Yeah. I mean, it was clear when he was injured. It was so yeah. clear. Um, but I don't know. Ho- hopefully, they acquire Ooh. someone soon. And yeah, Chris Jury, his best um, moves have been at the trade deadline. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll 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 see. But hey, we got Barkley Goodrow at three point six million. So yeah, it's pretty. All right, last. Yeah, last last question, by the way, and then we'll wrap this up. Owen Tippett signed for six point two million, I believe, yeah. uh, extension. Mm-hmm. Don't so, know how. Yeah, um, would you be willing to offer Lafreniere something similar now, 
So in two years, when it ends, it's in two years, right? Not two. They didn't have a two-year bridge. You had a three-year bridge, right? All right. That's not, that's in the point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two, two or three, two, one or two more years where you risk where, think about it. All it takes is an offseason working on a shot and finishing, and maybe it starts going his way a little more. And he's looking more at like a 30 goal score rather than a 20 goal score. And I, 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 I mean, maybe not 6.2, but I'm saying, what, what would you be willing to give for an extension right now? I'd be willing to see his ex- current extension out to see what he is actually capable of doing. You wouldn't I, risk it? I, no, I don't, I don't really want to gamble with it. I mean, I have high hopes for him still, and he's taken um, a noticeable step in his overall performance and play. But there's a lot of guys in this league that, that can look really great and be you know a useful addition but can't rack up the points. And I don't think this team can afford to lock up cap space in a guy that's not going to generate the points. Right. Well, I mean, this is, I, I guess it's I a hope, theoretical. I hope and think he will, but like I, the risk reward right now, I think is still too high in the risk category. To, right. I mean, like you couldn't even that. sign him to an extension because of those two years um, because the, the, the extension would start in two years, but you can't do it until the year before. Right. But if you knew like it could start in two years when that one ends, I don't like it. You wouldn't gamble it. No, not right now. No, I, I need to see more. Really? I mean, I mean, I, I it's it's fair to like say you don't know what he is yet, but I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't think it's out of the question because I mean, man. No, it's, he, not, it's not an outrageous question. I don't think so. No, it's not. It's not. But I, I just, I don't like it because uh, I need to see the points first before I start handing out big money. I think it's smart for some of these GMs to be giving some of these players that, you know, like I feel like Owen Tippett's a lot different than Lafreniere. Um, I, I think he's shown that he can be a real goal scorer. I mean, he's already had his full stats. Yeah, yeah, last year he had 27 goals on a very garbage fly. I wasn't really comparing to the, the players, really. I was comparing more to the gambling. I think it's less of a, that's what I'm saying. I think it's less of a gamble for a player like Tippett. And some of these other players that teams have, have gone around and, and given extensions to before they've fully popped off. To me, that's a smart move. It's a move you, you kind of got to make if you really want to lock up a good young core long term. Um, that is, I think, a, a smart move to make. I just, I don't think that that's a Lafreniere situation yet. To me, it's still too risky at this point. That's my two cents. Yeah, no, no, that that's that's definitely fair. Um, all right, I think we're going to end it off here. That was a bit of an all over the place episode, but um, hopefully um the closer we get maybe even in a week we'll have more of an idea of what players we could go after if whether it's a rental or whether it's a player with term uh, i'll definitely be looking into it this week not i haven't been looking into players with term yet until obviously uh the news this morning but anyways um brett you got anything else or we wrap it up uh no i got nothing else right now stadium series jersey you liked you know, it's you know. The I just liked it because it was something different. Yeah, it, it's something different, and I like that. I don't mind it. I I just I wish the same thing I felt about their uh, you know. Although, their although they're selling it, they're selling it next week. <laughs> no one, no one's gonna get it until after the stadium series. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's weird. 
Uh, I just wish that they, uh, just like I felt with their alternate jerseys this year, that just the logo need to be shrunk down just like 15%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's with everything being weight? It's uh, really oversized it? to me. Uh, but other than that, I really like the design. I think it's cool and I, and, and I do like it. It's not one that I would buy, but I also don't get the hate that people have for it. But, you know, everyone's got their own opinions and almost everyone is wrong all the time. So um, it's fine. I'm used to it. Alrighty. Um, thank you to the listeners, and we'll see you next time.